Hey Trailheads, it's JD and I've got a quick pit stop for you. We're all about building a community here at the Trailhead and we want to hear from you. Got questions about the latest gear, a burning topic you want us to dive into, or maybe you've got some killer trail recommendations. We're all ears. Getting in touch with us is a breeze. You can DM us on Instagram or Facebook at the Trailhead Podcast, drop us an email, or even give us a call. Plus, don't forget to check out our website, thetrailheadnetwork.com, for all the latest episodes and more. So, you want to be part of the conversation? Reach out to us at 719-408-0132 or hit us up online. Your voice could shape our next episode and even be on our next episode. Now, let's get back to the off-road action. Welcome to the Trailhead, where trails start and stories unfold. Welcome to the show, everyone. Now here's JD. Welcome to part two of our discussion with Sand Hollow 4x4 about the Sand Hollow State Park in Utah. If you missed the first part of our discussion, please stop and go back and listen to part one. Otherwise, enjoy and welcome to the trailhead. How long have you guys been wheeling and how long have you guys been Sand Hollow 4x4? Um, so, Pope <laughs> knows a couple of these questions, so does Randy. So, this is kind of funny. So, we <laughs> My kids gave us this funky name, um, and they called us the Double Dominators. Um, and I guess that's just because we dominate the mountain. I don't even know. I have no idea. I don't even know where it came from. Um, so kids actually are fun. It started as, as like, um, it started out as me and TJ wheeling together. Really, that's what it was. It was just a, a husband and wife wheeling. And I started a YouTube channel with it. And then it went from one thing to another. And then in Salt Lake, we started teaching people. And right. we would just teach people for free, and then they'd go out, and they're like, man, you guys are, like, TJ's really calm, and, like, you guys are really just calm and collected when things aren't great. You're still fine. So, um, <laughs> um, so that's when some, I think, actually, one when, when of Pope and Randy, the ones, one of the first ones said, hey, you guys might try and do this as a thing. And I was like, okay. So, we actually moved down here to San Paulo um, about a year ago, and prior to that, we wheeled the... The hardest trail is in Moab, like that they've got over and over. I mean, thousands of times. And so it, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, we went from the double dominators from YouTube to being like, now we're just kind of showing everybody what we're doing. And now it's going to like, we want to do this passion of our thing. And I was like, well, double dominators doesn't exactly scream, come take a tour guide in San Paulo, right? So, <laughs> 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 we won't go into that, but um, I told you you need an only. I think fans, you're amongst Crystal. everybody that does know exactly what you, what you encounter. Yeah, you will, like kill it. There's a float for every boat. They just float for every boat. <laughs> you should have kept the domain. You probably could have sold it. Uh, we still have the domain, which is funny. Um, so yeah, so it's just funny. So um, yeah, so we kept the do- the Devil Dominators domain, but we've also. Like I've got a website builder and he's, he's actually like my website, uh, developer, my designer, everything. And, and that's, that's been incredible. It started out as double dominators. And then, you know, with SEO optimization on websites, I mean, again, mm-hmm. double dominators, it doesn't say anything about this area. So people really can't find you very good. So we yeah. were lucky enough to get the sand hollow four by four name. And, uh, then we just kind of have slowly transpired over to that name and, uh, it's kind of stuck a little bit. So it's been good. Nice. All right, Jason. What are we looking at? Yeah, this is myself. Me? Me? Can you see the screen? You can't see what I'm sharing, can you? Yeah, we can. We see see my Jeep. I see my Jeep. Yeah, your Jeep's doing cool things. What is your Jeep? Where are you? I'm in Washington right now. No, in the (laughs) Vida. Oh, sorry. All right. Um, that's that's official. Every time you've been on so far, you've asked that same question. So I'm going to make a roll of it. That there, I I want to say that's the maze. Oh yes, 
The first go, the first entrance. Yeah, yeah, yes. and the non-drop that entrance, day, right? That specific day, right there, we did that run with uh with some with some friends, local friends up here, um, trail coins, and we did that run early in the morning. And those that were down there know that the early start of Trail Hero was wet and cold. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was raining. And that, that oh, obstacle yeah. is not <laughs> that obstacle is not very it easy was. to do when it's wet. Even when it's dry, it's kind of tricky because yeah. you have to go really high up the, on the driver. There was uh, not much traction that day, but it, <laughs> it, it was fun. So did you guys do that and then do the drop right and then cut over to the drop right after that? Yeah. Yeah. That drop that's a fun way to do it. There was a few that gave uh, you got to be nuts a try, but just watching them, I never tried I was, we are like, we were so close to I doing so it. I was so close to doing it, but, but I'm not ready yet. Like we I, just, like, I was having my my PSC hoses actually started leaking on the maze. Like the front was starting to leak, and the more, the more I pushed it, the worse it would spray out. And so I'm like, I don't have enough Jeep left in me to do that, and then finish the trail, and then get back. <laughs> so I, yeah. I just I opt, and then so I opted not to do it. Plus, I'm really not liking my nittos. I really hate those tires. I think they suck. You don't yeah, like they're, they're not. Yeah, the trail grapplers aren't sticking to stuff out in San Hollow. They were like giving me trouble. They I, they uh, owe me they owe me a passenger mirror. So I made this video. So they owe you me know, a passenger mirror. Hey, this, <laughs> this is going to be controversial. What she's about to say, it's going to be controversial. So I made this video as a person that likes to go out and party, and then after that I have to come back home and edit the videos and I watch you know to edit the videos I have to watch them like I don't know 20 times uh and so we had I think it was like four rigs that were going up the same obstacle each rig had the same uh size tire they had the same um suspension right if you can call that they were really good offloaders what do you call it the suspensions were different. Um, they were so different? Suspension will play a big factor, like a, a larger factor than most people think in traction. But at the same time, it was it was, it was was pretty comparable since the obstacle wasn't that big. But yes. go ahead. Go the ahead. obstacle was really easy. You were supposed to just go up a bump, right? And they, we have Cooper tires. We have Mickey Thompson's. I think, what was the other brand? We had Nitto. Nitto. And we also had TSLs. Okay. And the Cooper tires... All of them spin. It's been, I think the needles, and I'm sorry for the needle lovers, uh, they were the ones that had the hardest time on that. But so he was dying all week. My Mickeys were sticking to everything, and I was yep. making him look stupid. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, my Mickeys yeah. were sticky. Mickeys are sticky, and yeah. they were so happy. And I think I think the fact that the 42-inch Nittos are only 13 and a half inch, not 15 and hey, a half, I'm not, I'm oh, not gonna plays lie. a big part. I'm, I'm a little uh, cautious about bashing on tires on here. Okay. Well, not but at the bashing same time, them, but I'm just telling you my experience so far with these 13 and a half. Yeah, somebody's bashing. Like, we can share our experiences on here without having to worry too hard about it, as long as we're not like it's talking fair, 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 bashing. Yeah. It's just like his version of tires versus my version of tires. He's right. jealous. So, yeah. and I also wheeled our other Jeep with the 37 inch Mickey's, and I got to tell you, that thing felt like it was on. Oh, course. I love this one right here. Wait, I'm sorry. An hologram. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Hologram is so fun. Watch away. Okay. We haven't even seen so, hologram for a minute. So he's getting so a Nitto build right tire, now. Nitto tires are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, until they're not. <laughs> uh, I don't have any complaints about it. I, I've never actually actually wheeled. driven or wheeled on my own personal vehicle with Nitto tires. Um, a lot of my friends have them. They are true to size. They're unbelievably true to size, which is phenomenal for a tire because everybody claims, oh, I got a 40-inch tire, and then they measure them, and it's like 37. Right. Except for Nittos. Nittos measure great. They're like, hey, if I got a 40-inch tire, it's no shit a 40-inch tire. Um, they're an all-around great tire. But what I've noticed is you have to heat those things up big time to get them to stick. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then again, like I said, I, I – it's not that I'm bashing on tires. I really think a lot of it has to do with the line. There's so many variables in a tire. Well, I think there people was get a so lot hung of the... up in this that it's like it's hard to make an. In, in my opinion, rubber's rubber, okay, and everybody's got their own personal opinion. 
But at the same time, if you're off this much on a line, your high dollar tire compared to a cheaper tire, even if you're off this much on a line, could make that high dollar tire look like the piece of shit. And the cheaper tire mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Well, just, and that one depends. extra inch really of does. that one it's extra inch of a tire is really a preference. So right. to me, it's like, hey, if you if you like a tire and that tire gives you the confidence that you want to wheel, then go with that tire. Yeah, yeah. it depends on what you're doing. It, it depends ran, on what I've you're ran doing so with it. So many, and I I I've had good luck with them all. I mean, I've ran Patagonias, I've ran Nittos, I've ran I've ran the Cooper my brand. Fav- my ran- favorites. Are Mickey's. My second favorite were the Pro Comp 40 inch tires that I had on Misfit before I put the 42 is 42s on it. Those Pro Comp tires. Tires. That's what I The Maxis ones I want to try next because the Pro Comp ones were so good. Yeah. Good luck driving the road. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the Pro Comps were nice on the road. The 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 Nittos are actually pretty decent on the road. Yeah. Nittos Nittos seem like they're phenomenal. I mean, I've ridden in my friends' Jeeps that have Nittos, Mm -hmm. and it's like it's it's. It's an amazing ride. Yeah. There's just a sweet spot of pounds per square inch you're supposed to run out there and sound hollow on them. I feel like nine or ten on those tires is probably about right. I tried to overcompensate for the wet and went down to like five or six and started having my tires folding up on themselves and had no no sidewall bite at all. <laughs> and so it was like, dang, every everything I was doing was causing me issues. But uh, I would... I'm, I'm just waiting for the 42 inch, uh, the 42 by 20 Mickey's to come out. That's something that I have on my Christmas list, <laughs> and I hope Santa brings it. Well, and and real quick to to mention to to what um, Crystal was saying, she's driven all these different kinds of tires. The kind of tire that I need versus the kind of tire that Jason needs out in New York versus the kind of tire that Carnes needs versus the kind of, yeah. kind of tire that you guys that are out there next to Sand Hollow need are completely different. Absolutely. Sure we'll talk a lot about tires on this show. And part of the reason why is because we all wheel such different places on a regular yeah. basis. Now, I guarantee you, if I, I wasn't if I wasn't using the street tire version of the Nittos out there, I'd be having a way different experience than I'm having yeah. with the street tire. I'm Nitto. all about the little guy. I'm all about the little guy. So you know what? If the little guy, I want to represent that person. <laughs> like you got Mickey Thompson, you've got Nitto, you got all of them. Yeah, I just want I got to try a hat from some dude like Kanadi Tires. I don't know. I don't know if they have 42s though. If they do. I, I mean, they're <laughs> able to try out Kanadi Tires. I was supposed to run them. But I never got them in time for uh, it was more, so I I wasn't able to get them. But I want to try them. I really want to try them out. I think Kanadi just came out with a forty inch tire. Yeah, they did. Which is probably going to be more appealing for today's wheelers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody knows forty inches. A new thirty seven, forty two, yeah. forty three. That's a new forty. Yeah. So, <laughs> very inadequate. Forty thirty five inch. Forty two yeah. is mm-hmm. pretty excessive in most cases. Like there's most people are you know, running forties. Can't go back. Well, absolutely. I appreciate that. That's what I needed to hear. No, John, you're fine. You're fine, JD. You're perfect. You're fine, JD. There you are. I told Randy to put 37s on her Jeep to emasculate the other people riding around in 35s. I'm sorry. We're going to have to excuse Lily for a second. She just drank all my drink. <laughs> and so back back then everyone was running 35s and she's like, I'm gonna put 35s. I'm like, no, 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 you're gonna put 37s on there. <laughs> They're and now I'm 40s. But you know, you just keep going bigger. I That's I my really fear. Miss, I, I, do miss, I miss my 37s. I miss my 37s. Like I feel like the thir- 40s are like everything just happens. Like it's easy. <laughs> oh, wait until you go 42s then. Like, I know. It's right. You can't lose on 40s now. You have like, points. The 40s, like, I just need bigger rocks. Randy's cheating things. now. I do feel like I have, I'm cheating. Like, 37s were like a challenge and it was fun. Yes. Yes. I, I love to be 37s. I'm with Lily. I miss, I miss 35s. Them. 35s? 35s is like, yeah. Dude, I have to like, I want to put such big tires on my two door that they touch each other while I'm wheeling. <laughs> <laughs> the original oh God, Bigfoot was, awesome. was 
47, and so I think his goal is like 47 inch tires. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, the original, original Big Mac is 47. Yeah, I don't know what they are now, like 60s or something crazy. I'm going like to, next year I'm thinking about taking 35s to Trail Hero and see what happens. 35? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? But to me, you know, like, to me Project, Over, Project Overkill is a monster truck in my eyes. I mean, that is 46 inch tires. That is huge. And it's a whole I mean, vehicle. At what point does it become a monster truck? Is it still an off-roading truck with 46-inch tires? Like, you're just kind of crawling over the terrain at that point as a highway. It's boring, right? Well, I mean, it was still a challenge to get a middle monkey for it because it's a a gladiator still. The gladiator. I don't think think long wheelbase should be your only mark of whether or not it's something difficult or not. (laughs) That's kind of how it is with 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 the JT right now. If it's a... The long wheelbase prevents me from doing it. It's considered hard. <laughs> hey guys, right. I'm sorry, but uh, I hate to interrupt, but I gotta, I gotta bounce out of here. Oh, I love this video right here. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, man. Real quick, can you guys tell us what that is? What, what, what is know, that, Jason? What the, is that? The salt flat lake. Yeah. It's salt. Yeah. Oh, you got oh, yeah. Salt flat? Oh, oh my Fun. goodness! You know how much. Do you know how much controversy this little, like, 10 feet out in the water caused me? Oh, I'm sure. Everybody. Everybody oh. tells me. You're driving in salt. No shit. I'm at the salt flats. Thank you but for it makes you driving in salt. You should have told us. We were only, like, an hour from there. So we didn't know we were going to go. Our friends, yeah, um, cool. Eric and Kelsey, were like, hey, um, it's getting kind of late. We're going to show up at an oddball time, so why don't we just stop here? We'll We'll take a nap, and we'll hit the salt flats. That's I'd so never cool. been there before, so we were like, yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, the next cool. day, everybody was telling us, don't go out in that water, it's salt. And we're like, no shit. Yeah. That's why it's got the name, Salt. Is- yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's the Great Salt Lake. But I will yep. tell you, oh, I, put, this. I put the Jeep in drive, and um, <laughs> I was standing on the brake as I went through that water, probably no more than 10 feet out from dry land, just to get those pictures. So when you see those pictures, literally, yeah, yeah, the water was like two inches deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just driving in the shallow water to get that reflection. Yeah, we coolest. just wanted that reflection. That's all we and wanted. And even if we you weren't, that's, just why, that's why this car washes. You actually go out to the soft place. If you stop at the rest stop, you could drive out there too. It's really cool. So we I've actually um, out there for like editorial work. Eric and Kelsey actually were like, "Hey, uh, here's our pin," and we drove up into the. Uh, Oh, I've been the down the road, National Park. Yeah, we were some yeah. park, and we I'm just camped overnight. And then in the morning, we hit that up. And then the uh, the first thing we put in our GPS was, hey, show us where a car wash is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we need to let that sit out there very long. Yeah. We were there Did for he, like he still see our video? minutes, no. got some pictures, and then hit up the car wash and finished our trip to Sand Hollow. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Those are epic. It was it's on a bucket good. list. It's no longer on the bucket list. Yeah, yeah that's not mine now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> but hey, awesome. we got We got to get going. Yep. Got to feed the family, and uh, it's been great talking to all you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, See you thank guys. you for having me. Thank it's you for having me, you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Yep. See Take ya. care. Bye. See you guys. All right. Um. So, oh, that was cool, Crystal. <laughs> all right, Jason. Um. Crystal, what size tire is that one? It's a 40. <laughs> that We're going to hang uh, out for just a couple minutes, Crystal. we got a couple more things to do. So, And uh, our buddy Ooh. Jason in New York here joined us. So, Hello. Hey, Jason. Good to, good to see you. What's up, guys? I was able to make it, and uh, I apologize in advance because, uh, as usual, I'm having a little bit of uh, some technical issues with my computer, but I'll make it work. Yeah, it seem, seems to be going around. Yeah, <laughs> I I had to rejoin like three times today, so don't feel bad ah, about it at all. Okay, I'm already on our first our first rejoin of the night. So <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm at the moment I'm really on. Well, I'm yeah, I'm not really gonna comment on Riverside on their own app. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh Gem and Gem and the Misfit, Randy Pope. Make sure you guys don't have two tabs open. Uh, we only have one tab open. Okay, then it's just uh, screwing around. Cool. Yeah, I think it. I think it tried to go to sleep mode or something. Gotcha. Okay, it's probably just a hanging up. That's that's fine. Yeah. Just leave your uh, leave your tab open or leave your computer open when you're done. Uh, let's see. So, 
real quick. Um, yeah, see, that's where I got stuck on there. <laughs> and literally, literally, this attempt, this you can't. This video doesn't show how close I got, but I was like twelve inches from making it over this time. If I had a little bit wider tires, different sliders, or maybe like two inches of ride height or something like that, I was right there. He was right there. It's still denying JTs that are even with the crazy suspensions like ours. Are you just not able to grip there, or are you bellying out? Belling out. Belling out. Okay. It's breakover. It's complete breakover. Oh, no. And what is the name of this obstacle again? This is Middle Monkey. This is oh, Middle Monkey. Middle Monkey! Yeah. yeah. For those of you listening and not watching this podcast, I will tell you that uh, Pope is pretty much at, I don't know what, like 70 degrees there? Or so. <laughs> and apparently just flat on his belly and spinning his tires. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Looks fun. <laughs> definitely flat. It's us. You can turn off the camera but you can't switch. What is this? Horseshoe Falls? Oh, that's horseshoe. Horseshoe Falls on Sand Dunes Gulch. Or Slipblock Gulch. Sand Dunes Gulch is in Vernal. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah. So oh. there's a lot of ways to do this one. I think it's nuts. So the way that the guy described it for us this time and the way we do it the next time we do it isn't as violent. He's like, all right, you're going to have three big pops. And he's like, "Just you're just going to gas it from here. And then once you fill that second hop, you start turning. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> and so we did it that way, but I really could have crawled this. She really could have crawled this one. Um, when I did it in the Gladiator, I I didn't even, that was not like that at all. I didn't spin tires or have any any craziness. But, but it was fun. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. fun. As there's long as you didn't break anything. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of lines on this one. You can play around a little bit. Um, but the, you're supposed to basically point at that sign. And, and once you gotta get, once you get your back tires up, you, you turn dr- driver real fast and you smooth out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see. What else we got here? Anything? Where is this? This is in Utah then. This is Tokerville Falls in Utah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Tokerville. Does that run all year long? Does it dry up? Hey, Trailheads, it's JD. Love the show? Help us keep the rubber on the trail. Leave us a review wherever you listen and shout us out on social media. We'll be sure to return the favor. But you want to do more? Visit our Buzzsprout site and drop us a few bucks. Every dollar goes right back into making this show even better. And stay tuned. We're exploring a subscription like Patreon for exclusive goodies. So thanks for the love. Now let's get back to it. Uh, I don't think, for the most part, it stays running. It just gets really um, low and sometimes. And then with all the rain we've had this last season, um, it's just been raging. Yeah, like this year, do you see the top where all the cars are right there? Yeah. So, like, literally this year, uh, the water was all the way to the top right there. Okay. Almost all the way to the top. Like, every single one of those pools were full to the top. It was insanity. Just yet you know, another proof that Utah is not all desert. No. So, and then we got a nice clip reel, breaking stuff on the trail. And did uh, Pope, you said you broke a condenser? What else did you break? So, yeah, my AC condenser got smashed into by my... Uh, hydro assist intercooler. So that was punctured on, on the, I think it was actually punctured on Middle Monkey, to be honest. Well, that's Middle Monkey. <laughs> hey, Middle yeah. Monkey, Middle Monkey uh, took out Naomi's mirror. Yeah. There's a, there's a, that video with the, where the Jeep looks like it's kind of going fast. The, if you go up one row or two rows right there, the one, so you see the one where I'm doing the high five there. Crystal's going to say you're going too fast if she sees that one. Go show her that. <laughs> this one here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't break anything on that. Good lord. Uh, that was actually really under control. I've actually kind of gotten a lot really good at bumping it and Throttle. stopping right where I want. Okay. Um, the, the, the spotter actually told me on this one, he's like, you, oh. can, you can send it from here. Yeah. Other people, he told them just to give it a little gas. <laughs> but, well, I oh, think that, you yeah. like... I, I think too, like Pope. I think when you have a bigger build, right? Like you have, you have that, um, you have that a lot more strength in your parts, and so yes. sometimes you can just like 
give it a little bit more roll through than normal like with me. I've been running on Dana 44 Rubicon axles. In fact, my front ones are stock still, and I've been running on those since since the beginning. I have not switched my front axle shafts at all, and I'm on 40 inch tires. So I, yeah. for me, I have to be, um, I have to, my throttle control has to be a lot different than somebody with 60s, right? Yeah, she, so, so Crystal would do this a lot, probably about half the speed that I did it at. Maybe that. To, to get up that. <laughs> Um, TJ would probably and you would tell your like students at like a quarter of that, right? <laughs> uh, absolutely. But I've been doing this enough. I've, I've played in Vernal a lot, and I've done a lot of this type of yeah. You give it gas and send it type wheeling to oh, yeah. figure out how to not get out of control or be careless with it. Oh yeah, so that was I've, that. I this trail big, is so fun. I learned a big lesson out in Vernal. Um, and, and, and I'll tell you right now, like if, if you are not learning every single time you get in the hills, you're not doing something right. Right. It's true. You yeah. should be learning every single time you wheel. And I will admit that I am that person. And so will TJ. He is learning every single time. And yeah. we should be doing that to better ourselves in the hills. Because we, we build in Vernal. Like, someone said full onion. Of course, yeah. like when you're in Vernal and that was Zach. Um, Justin Amix's friend, and he's like, okay, Crystal. I'm like, I've already given it three goes. He's like, all right, it's full onion. And I looked at TJ, I'm like, dude, all right, are you sure? Like, full onion, full send. And I'm like, I'm really going to, like, send it. So I stomped on it, and I went up, and everybody's like, stop, stop, because there's, like, a whole other cliff on the other side. <laughs> the problem I found out later was my caliper completely fell off. And so I didn't oh. have any brake power in one of my wheels. Oh. So it made it extremely difficult to brake when I got up to the top. Yeah. So See, that's why, like, it scares me. That's why it scares you. And one of the things that's funny is we went and did trails in Vernal without you and TJ. Yep. With, with locals. And yep. the locals are like, all right, the way you get up this is momentum. You just yep. send it. You yep. aim your Jeep right there and you commit. And it's like, wait, that's not how Crystal and TJ told me to drive this one. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't you tell poke onion. You don't you tell poke onion unless you mean yeah, it. Yeah, so this like, is you better mean it. This is yeah. my one of my favorite moments that we got on film was this. I mean, the gladiator probably flew four gladiator lengths over here, three or four gladiator lengths. That's all. Awesome. Could have gone home. Total Dukes of Hazard. I could have went home right there. That was it. That made my trail. Um, we did the fall in the next day, and um. We did the maze after that, and between those two days, I just my tr I had an amazing last three days of this trip. The whole thing—the was the jump of somebody who doesn't have a current payment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I don't even. Think, I a... saw that. I saw that earlier today, and I I don't even notice. I didn't notice how long you stayed in the air there. That's a significant amount of time. Yeah, yeah, that was the air. That was the air opportunity. There was another. Gladiator there, I think it's Trail Cartel on Instagram. Is the Jeep's name is Zombie, and I think oh, he's I the only one that got a little more air than I did on that spot. And he was ready. Was really I awesome. was ready. He just wanted a camera, and he wanted to jump this. Thing. That was he didn't care how far it went. What happened? <laughs> he was I didn't awesome. care if it was like six inches of air. That's all I needed. And it was oh, uh, yeah, that was that was going seventy five miles an hour right there. That sounds about right. Awesome. Yeah, some of those back trails, man, they, you can get uh, some good speeds. And if you get a nice little bump, man, get some yeah. good test of your suspension. I'm afraid that we're going to have a traffic jam on that trail next, Trail Hero, because of how many people seen what we've done. So, Paul, did you, go out, did you guys go out with Terry Moe and Steve Harris? Uh, we went out with Yee. Who was the locals that you went with? Yee. Oh, uh, I don't remember who was out there. They, they were guides for Vernal Rock Rally. Um, so, there's Justin... Which is a local, there's Steve, there's Terry, there's, well, Daryl's no longer a local. It was, there's a so lot was of Ju Justin was the day that we were out there, I think. He has a red Jeep with no front lockers. Yes. And then and he Zach. did the clamshell with no front lockers, Crystal. Yep. 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 <laughs> I, I can see him us, doing that. He showed us how forgiving the clamshell can be. And I was like, because <laughs> he messed it up. Like I thought he was rolling. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys better record this because this is gonna go viral. And <laughs> it like he got up there, he kept backing back down and going up. And the last time he went up there, he just gave it everything his little Jeep had. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he made it up there. 
Yeah, he was the one that told us to send it on all these things, like that one obstacle that there was a video where I did the jump it thing earlier this summer in June. Um, that was on sent. That was on uh, Doc's Beach, and he's literally like, "I'm like, how do you get up this thing?" He's like, "Momentum, just send it." And so I put it. I think I put it in manual three. Oh my god! And just and then revved it up and just went, and that thing flew like twelve feet up the hill. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, manual two is enough next time, I think. So Zach my... is one of the locals. He's the one that TJ's like, just watch Zach. I was like, and you guys know me. I don't trust very many people. Yeah. So he's like, just full on, you know, and I look at TJ. I'm like, dude, you just, you heard it. You really want me to follow through with this? Like, <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to follow through, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to smash If you don't send it on those on those spots, you you actually will roll. If you don't send you it, will. you don't commit. Oh, yeah, straight up. Oh, yeah, there's a ledge that a, uh, Brian, you guys know um, King Crawlers? You know yeah. King Crawlers. Yeah. So Brian Allred was on our trail, and he was the leader or whatever, and he was in a buggy. Well, he was getting, he was like smashing with 56-inch tires, whatever he had. He was smashing everything, just everything. And we're like, man, just because he could. So for us little guys, I mean, he was awesome, right? It's a lot of fun when you have a buggy. Yeah, I don't blame him. I probably would have done the same thing. But, like, when we got up there, like, man, there's, like, these poles are, like, two feet, three feet deeper than they were before. So, for us, like, little guys on 40s, we were, like, On 40s, little guys on 40s. You hear that, JD? You hear that? (laughs) But, I mean, we made it, so it says something. But, no, Brian's awesome. He's super cool. But, yeah, he has this super, super dope buggy. And, like, he's just, he's an excellent driver. So he has a, both a buggy and a and a regular Jeep, and and he's awesome. He's a really good driver. But, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, we have managed to talk I ourselves. I love that into video. That was rad of Josh. Is that is this the same place we've looked at already? So that's that's the shoot. Yeah. That is the iconic shoot on Double Sammy. Ah. One of that trail is one of the few trails I'm comfortable going around. Uh, without having like adult supervision, like Crystal's husband with me. Me and you've done it by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fun. It's a super fun trail. There's one spot where Crystal and I, like the Are first, the, we we did it at night one time, and I backed and I got a little freaked out of this one spot where you're kind of off camber and and running into a wall. So I try to back up and I smash my rear tail light. Oh yeah, in the back corner of my gladiator. And then there's, there's like, a video on my on that Crystal and I shot on Instagram a couple months later where I come back with the bob bed, <laughs> and Crystal's like, "This is how the Crystal's like." Okay, you just point right here, and you just gotta stay in it. You can hear Crystal yelling, "Stay in it, stay in it," and you try to go up that way. So I'm trying to explain this to someone <laughs> during trail here. I'm no, I'm like, no, you gotta go up this and stay in it. They're like at night. They're like, hell no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Going. Yeah, I'm like, just keep going and stay in it. It'll catch it and, and point yourself at this launch. So we so ended wrong. up finding an alternate route <laughs> of that spot in the so dark. Wrong. It feels so but wrong. It's it was the right way to do it, though. I, and I had redemption on that when Crystal and I were out by ourselves. And we just kind of, awesome. she's like, no, this, we figured it out and worked it out. Yeah, and it went really well. It went amazing. Absolutely. We did that in 75 minutes, the two of us, including Dude, stopping was, to video was, some crap. Yeah, it was quick. I mean, me and TJ run double Sammy between the two of us. If it's just me and TJ, we'll run it in 35. But um, no, it's, yeah, I think we ran it in 75 minutes, dude. Just me and you. Yeah, these people, that's one of the things that people, a lot of people don't realize is when we go to Trail Hero, we're being spotted by local experts a lot of the time. Okay. Um, we could figure these trails out on our own and Pope smash our way through it probably with a lot of uh, body damage and get through them eventually. But these guys are out there. They do these every day. So they're skipping to the part where you figure it out and they already, they've already kind of done it. So they'll tell you, put your tire right here. Right. And they know like to the inch where your tire is supposed to be on that specific spot. And it makes for both good Instagram videos and for a real fun experience at the same time. Absolutely. And, but the local experts are smart and they know this stuff. And that's what one of the things like Crystal said, she can get through that trail in 35 minutes. But if you sign up for it at Trail Hero, you're on it till two o'clock or three. This is true. I have to tell you something, Pope. So me and Daryl Ward, I took Daryl Ward on double Sammy. And I was like, we got through it just fine. But it, there's that one spot where you go around, you kind of drop in 
and then you drop off a ledge at the bottom of it and then you come back up it's kind of more towards the end and i i've done it a thousand times and i'm like oh, i'm good do to do and i almost i almost leaned my whole jeep into that side and i gassed out of it and daryl's like all i could see with was tire that's all i could see was just the tire just he's like he goes i was sure you're dumping it over unless you cast out of it he's like i could and i couldn't believe it i was like holy crap i've never done that before but yeah if you take that wrong it is not good but yeah it was fun um so, randy how many of you guys been how how many times have you guys been out to trail hero this was our third trail hero second trail hero. second trail hero but we've been to San Hollow a lot. Like so the, the very first time we came was a week after Trail Hero, and the place was pretty empty other than us and the people we were with. And it was a uh, one of the. It was really a lot of fun. This so this second time we did the first time we actually went to Trail Hero itself was last year, and this is our second one. Right. Okay. And, and this think- is the first Trail Hero that we kind of did a lot of trails that we. Uh, we put we pushed a little bit harder. We did like well, actually, we kind of went all the all around. We did stuff that everyone can do. Yeah. We did stuff that only like built jeeps should be trying or attempting. Yeah. And then we did something that's like challenging, very challenging. Most most jeeps can get through it, but if the driver doesn't know what they're doing, they're kind of they'll they'll hang themselves up a little bit. Right. And yeah, sure. uh, we we like to be challenged when we're out there, so we're gonna we kind of try to push it as hard as our rigs are willing to go and our friends' rigs can go. Right. <laughs> you know, that's kind of where the line is. Yeah. I love Trail Hero. It's so fun. So is Winter 4x4 Jamboree. They're all awesome. I love it. Winter 4x4 is my favorite because it's the smaller version of it. Yeah. We- a lot yeah. less people. A lot, like, I mean, it's good to have all the people, but it's like... It's more intimate. It's just a good experience. Yeah. Like I love winter for right. Well, and like, to your point, if it's going to take you until two o'clock in the afternoon on a trail or three o'clock in the afternoon, it's an all day event. And you're going to get a lot more trails per day just by having right. a smaller group. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. It was so funny. I have to tell you guys about this because it's not really, it is off road related 1000%. <laughs> you guys know Lyle. Remember Lyle? Mm-hmm. Strap flap. So we were out with him, and he came down this year, and uh, he brought a Razor Pro R, and they're really meant for rock crawling. And when he pulled up, I was like, "Dude, I am disappointed in you. Why would you buy something like that?" Like, I was like, "What are you thinking?" Anyway, so we took him out, and uh, we did. We actually did double Sammy, and it it has like front and rear lockers and everything. And I I could not, you guys, that the Pro Razor R's the the. Those are those things are freaking impressive. Like they did everything that we did and more. Like he got up freaking middle monkey with it. Like it was awesome. Like it was super sweet. Like he did so good. And I never thought in a million years a side by side could do all that. Are those the those ones are that are cool. built? They kind of look like small jeeps. Yeah, um, ish. It's more of a buggy. I'll have to post because I haven't posted the reel up yet, just yet about it, but. Um, yeah, the the pro it's a it's a Razor Pro R, and they Is that are the just, turbocharged one that's got like yeah, a thousand horsepower or something are, like that. They were out there jumping it and did yeah. rock crawling it. It was just absolutely incredible, mind blowing on how good they were. But I mean, I'm I, I don't care if someone drives a side by side, a Jeep, a buggy. I don't care as long as everybody's respectful. That's all we yep. care about. Trailheads. Quick business note before we get back to the action. We've got premium ad spots open for brands that align with our love for off-roading. Why partner with us? You'll tap into a community that's passionate, engaged, and growing each day. Plus, your ads stay embedded in our episodes, giving your brand enduring impact to each and every new listener who reviews our archives. We're not doing this to get rich. It's about sustaining high-quality content at the Trailhead. So if you're as committed to adventure as we are, let's talk. Reach out on Instagram or leave a text or voice message at 719-408-0132. There are more details on our Facebook show notes at thetrailheadnetwork.com. All right, let's get back to the trail and roll back into today's episode. (laughs) 
we're I think we're all in the same boat here. I think we all have Jeeps, but a lot of us I don't care what people drive. I don't care as long right. as as long as you're respectful and as long as you uh yeah. do what you're supposed to do when you're out there. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully sure. we can try and teach the people that in our class because that's part of it. But yeah, we're just we're open to just spread the word and tell people about it because I feel like a lot of people I feel like a lot of people when they look at a driving course for off roading I, I can't tell you how many people are like off-roading 101. Uh, no, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. it's just so much more than that. So it's, it's just different. We're so much different than everybody else. There's yeah. just, it's so it's unique. It's, it's important. It, yeah. And a lot of people I feel like have, and this is, this is good that you do, but a lot of people have a lot of pride. And I feel like sometimes people have, they feel like there's too much pride there to maybe come learn some more stuff and where this stuff is like it's from basics all the way to what people use in competition and so um i i feel like a lot of people when they hear off-road driving lessons or anything along those lines they 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 uh, they immediately go to uh i'm good you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly well yeah of course no we're none of we're all great we're all perfect yeah so i appreciate you having me on here um, and I got so I have one last question because I I was a big POD fan back in the day. Did anybody oh. go to the concert? Was it good? We we ended up not. No, uh, I was going yeah, we we to live like do your glowing we review to. of the event. We wanted to. We ran out of gas we after. Did. I was like going to die <laughs> after day seventy eight of Trail Hero. Yes. We're kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we went back to the hotel and we sat there and stared at each other. We didn't even talk to anybody. Like we were done. You want to know who I ran into? So you guys know the guy that like has like seriously helped me out so much with the tops of my Jeep forever. And like I've been telling you, I guess need to meet. Like we've been meaning to meet up in Moab or whatnot. And it's been five years. And I didn't know that because so my my top is a rampage. It always has been. So we get out there and I get to the vendor show and I don't even know what Adam looks like because that's the guy. He's like, we just need to wheel. And I run out there and he's like, wait a minute. It's been six years. You finally show up. And I'm like, so rampage bought real truck and we had so real truck was it was really cool. Very humbling. But we took real truck, the entire real truck staff and um out on Double Sammy, and they have never, ever, ever been here before. And they had never had a chance to even get on the trail yet. And so we took them and their Bronco. They had a Bronco. Were they equipped in their own stuff, like the Rugged Ridge stuff? <laughs> it was awesome. Um, and they they literally, um, we literally took the entire staff of Real Truck, their Bronco and their Open 392 on Double Sammy that night, at night. And they've never been here before. And they're like, I said, okay, it's baptism by fire, people. They said, you weren't, you weren't lying. And they got back to their family. We're on the trail. Like, what was I thinking? Because <laughs> it was a Bronco. It was awesome. It was so cool. You'd have took them on triple sevens. You would have scared them to death. No, Bronco. Can you imagine a Bronco? Dude, that was lifting tires left and right. Holy moly. If it's one of the, if it's the Bronco Raptor, I'm not too worried about it. But I'm so worried about breaking tie rods on the little ones. Oh right, no, it was the Raptor, and they had all they had all Tyler and Amy stuff on it from Bronkbuster. So they could have done triple seven with that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude, they they didn't even know what to expect because they're from Arkansas and Georgia, and they come out and they're like, "Uh, what? Is, like, what is this?" It's like obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. He's like, "We can't like even if we didn't sell a thing, we're still coming back for Trail Hero." <laughs> Okay, cool. So it was just nice to see the smiles on their faces to be able to take the entire staff out. And one of them drove the Bronco and he's like, oh my gosh, like he if was If I shaking. remember right, they had a giant booth over at, uh, yes. right yep. by, right next to Rugged Radios, actually. Pretty freaking so rad people. They, they had tons of stuff for sale there. They had just a huge amount of space over there. Oh, there. It, incredible. And, and the, the Adam, Adam is just a good guy. So he, he moved over to marketing director. So, um, and I didn't know that because I hadn't talked to him in so long. And then he's like, you guys want to take us on a trail? And we're like, let's go. What do you guys want to do? <laughs> That's <laughs> that fun. Really cool. Yeah, it, it was rad. It was it was really cool and humbling. So, but heck yeah. Heck yeah, defend your ground. Blue Ribbon. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, so we're we're just about done. Um, I don't yeah. want to keep everybody on too late. We've got enough here to to make a couple of sixty minute episodes. I kind of want to see how the a slightly shorter round uh, goes, sure. and sense. then also it allows us to do two releases, so it's it makes more more fun for me. But I did want to bring this up um, in both these episodes. Um, our next episode that we're going to be recording will be episode five of our podcast, and. In that spirit, I feel it necessary to tell you about the Blue Ribbon Coalition and picking up a copy of this book. This book is The Lost yes. Trails Book, Volume 2. Uh, it's yours for the low, low price of $25 at least of a donation to them. And the reason why it's important is because just last week, um, before we recorded this, just the beginning of October or so, the BLM released their decision for the Gemini Bridges oh. Labyrinth Rim. Yep. And it closed 317 miles of trails in Moab. Yep. And so, if, you re- if you read the press release about it, they were really trying really hard to disguise the fact that they were closing trails until the very end of it. You don't actually notice that it's about trail closures. Yeah. Right. And they, they kind of, this kind of shady behavior is, is questionable at best. It's bad ethics. And they did that on purpose, and they did it right as a time when everyone's going to be going. They did it over the weekends, and no one will hear about it. Right. You know, all these all these little s- sideways things to kind of, like, prevent people from actually getting to know about the, what they've done. And it's people who aren't even from around here coming out here and trying to change the rules. Right. And affecting our local economy, affecting our our, you know our way of life and they're taking away trails from people. They're like, Oh, we're not taking away from people. People can still go see it. Yeah. Only like certain people can hike that many miles to no. go see. Hey, Joe Canyon now. Right. Or, it's or you know, like well, we talked about this. We talked about this in the last episode. And one of those things was some of those, um, vehicles for people with disabilities to get into the backcountry, And, yeah. And I'm not a person that can do that. I don't have the knees in my age, let alone probably at 20. I probably didn't have the knees of being honest with myself, but I I can't, (laughs) I can't do those kinds of walk. I'm never going to get to see some of these places that are in this book because of that. And it's insane. It's insanely frustrating as a person wheeling seven or eight years ago. Right. No. And we got a chance. You know what? We had the opportunity way you guys, this is when like the old, old, old lion's back was still in play. Like people drive up it. Yeah. That's um, that's a, that's the most high profile example of that kind of a closure. Oh, just, right. And now, now yeah. there's a resort being built right by it, you know, and it's yep. right. It's all, and it's always going to end up the same way. They're going to close. Hey, Joe Canyon. Then there's going to be like the Hey Joe resort and spa. And a bunch of freaking people, billionaires, are going to own it. And the BLM gonna, will yeah. try to sell off the land because they don't want to manage yeah. it. And then someone will buy it and put a resort there and then charge us all $100 a pop. And they'll, they'll originally say there. we're closing it to save the desert tortoise that no one's ever seen before. Right. Because I really mm. believe desert turtles can live in the desert where there's no water. That seems so realistic to me. I'm a pretty... I'm a pretty environmental person. I, I'm a person who believes in a lot of those things, especially, you know, being yeah. a child of the, the late eighties right. and nineties. Part and, of why we take care of the stuff, the ground we do is because of the exactly. way we grew up. We had the ozone layer problems when we were growing right. up. We kind of all learned about that. And when we go out on the trails with our Jeeps, we're out there respectfully yeah. take, put, taking advantage of the environment out there. And the, a lot of these trails the- were already built by the government when they were trying to mine you for uranium down in Moab. The That's truth. where a lot of these trails came from is from, yep. from that. Those scars are there forever, whether we will there, or we don't. And we're treating that. We're treating those areas a lot better than those folks were ever were. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Like, and, and we treat this land, like we treat this land as if it's our own backyard. We clean up. After oh, hundred percent. Like, Every single time I'm out there, I know most, <laughs> all the people that I, I deal with, the, the, the people that don't are the few and far between. Uh, unfortunately, it's those are the people that they hold up as an example, but I think that that's true of any sport. And I thought that sport. like Utah came up with something cool with the off-road course and, and that was a good starting point. It was probably too little too late, but a lot of the things that I think we are seeing is I, you know, we, I hate to pinpoint something, but if you make these roads so that you need to have a street legal car to drive on them, or at least something resembling a street legal vehicle, on them rather than 
allowing side-by-sides to go tear them up. That's one possible way of doing it, but continuing to educate people is actually the right way. That's what Utah started doing with the with our off-road course that we have to have in order to go wheel right, out yeah. here. Exactly. Right. Uh, that's That was a great starting point, and I think that we need more things like that. And I encourage everybody like to that. take that, too. Totally, because you need yeah. to know those things. Yeah, they we're all speaking the same language. I think whether you're a side-by-side or you rock crawl, if you have any any sort of thoughts of getting off-road and off-roading, I think there should be, I think they should all have to take it. You got to I mean, know. We, we right? took it's it, part even of the reason have... why I got in. Yeah, it's part of the reason why I started doing the trails for Trails trails Off-Road. People need to know what they're getting themselves into. If we want to save these places, they've got to right. be educated about them. Yeah. Yep. You got to be nice to the environment and take care of them. Like there's... We've driven up to petroglyphs up in uh, uh, in the, on the Devil's Racetrack out in out near Moab by Green River, right? And those things still exist because people over time have kind of been you know they've been nice to the environment. They put up signs and warned and told people this is what this is. Don't don't mess with it. Right. You know, well, just leave it better than you found it. Right. Like yeah, leave it better than you found it. And that's if long as people start tight doing that, that's a better. Yeah, uh, better problem. But now they've right. kind of now they put us in a situation. Now we've got to go like su- support the Blue Ribbon Coalition so we ha- so we can sue them and, right. and have right, lots. right exactly. Yeah. And you yeah, know, I, I don't. No one wants to do that. No, no. And and we'll talk more about it. Um, those of you who are listening in right now, we're going to have a Marcus Trusty from Core here in Colorado. We're going to have. An individual named Patrick McKay from Colorado Off-Road Trail Defenders and the executive director of Blue Ribbon Coalition, Ben Burr, will be joining us. Uh, we're not 100% sure if he's going to join us uh, via a side interview or if he'll join us as a whole, but hopefully he's going to join us uh, when we do the recording that night. That would be um, excellent. So, yeah, Thanks it's going to be a good discussion. Um, I mean, the, the honest-to-God truth is, is usually once these kinds of decisions have been made, um, fighting them back is hard. Uh, and fighting them back in any meaningful way is usually difficult. But I'm hoping that at the very least, this situation is a wake-up call for a lot of folks who just haven't been paying attention to this stuff, who don't know that there are these kinds of things going on every single day out here. Um, and yeah, it, it sucks that we have to donate, but I'm also in the place of I've been a, a political person, political junkie person for a long period of my life. And I know that in these kinds of situations, you got to fight fire with fire. And the only way that we're going to stop these closures is by counter suing to open trails. We we can fight to yeah. to get you know the only 250 miles of the 317 miles closed, but the only way that we're going to start gaining ground is by saying, well, if you're going to if you're going to close 300 miles over here, then you got to open up 400 miles over here. Right. And so. I think that's the next big piece for us. But I think the first big piece is getting people pissed off. Like you guys, you need to be, if you're listening to this, you need to be pissed off that 300 plus miles of your trails in Moab, maybe that you've never seen, you're never going to get to. Well, not, and neither is their kids or their kids' kids or anything like that. Like, and that, you know, I have to, I have to go back to the whole thing of, yeah, there's that off-road course, but we also integrate that into our course too, out in the hills. So they're going to get that. There, but they're also going to get it with us too. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, I it really is very, very important. Tread lightly. Yeah, I, think, I think with uh, there's a lot of this uh, myth to dispel about uh, exactly what the OHV crowd is out there doing. Huge. And so yeah, we're yeah. not out there tearing things up. We're out there trying to make it better. Trying to make it better. And like when we're playing on the maze or stuff in San Hollow, that area is set aside for that. Right. We play in places we're supposed to play. You know, we're not we're not out there like, you know, in literally if we weren't out there wheeling there, they would be turning it into neighborhoods and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, we already fought for that. Like it was bad. Yeah. Like even when we went to the library and fought for that, like here, like mm-hmm. we were fighting for that here. I mean, they thought they, they had a conference room that fit 60 people and they had over over 2000 people come through those doors. Yeah. And the best so, thing is to be active when you have the ability at the library, like you're talking about, have right. be there early. Yep. But but like I, I, you know what? Maybe it takes one of these watershed moments that 
we kind of have to come together as a community and be like, all right, that's enough. We're, we're not going to take these little piddly, you know, cuts here and these little cuts here and these little cuts here. We're, we're going to start fighting back and, and groups like the SWA are going to find out about it. And the BLM is not going to be able to hide behind a press conference because I'm going to work to get it out in the news. You're going to work to get it out in the news and, and we're going to make sure that we make noise about it. We're going to yeah. help people like the Blue Ribbon Coalition with their goals. Yeah. And not only that, but they provide you something in return like this. That Lost Trails Guidebook version one is really rad. It shows you yeah. a lot of stuff that you can see in uh, Devil's Racetrack area. And that whole, that whole area, the San Rafael Swell, has a, there's a lot of trails in that area out in the swell yeah. that are in that yeah, guidebook. So, yeah, so we'll talk more about it when we've got uh, all those folks on next week. And, um, but in, in the meantime, if you're listening in, go to the blue, uh, the blue ribbon coalition, check out their website, see what they're up to, see what they're doing. You can read more about the Moab ahead of the listening to our episode, uh, get the lost trails book, get involved. If you're going to spend money, um, for the 2024 election mm-hmm. campaign in some way, shape or form, give it to these guys, let it do some actual good. You can actually see what somebody is doing with your donation. So. Um, that's it guys. I don't have anything else. Uh, Crystal, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. TJ just Oh, we can say hi to TJ. What's we'll the head of TJ? Yeah, that's right. We'll have you back on again. That was just good. I like having, we like having other, uh, people here. When they're not looking good. Sure. So you guys can see Crystal's Jeep back there. That yeah. Viper. That Pit Viper 4x4 sticker that's on there, or Pit Viper off-road sticker, that's from uh, our first time out in San Hollow. We were wheeling with Glenn Plake. Glenn Plake has that Pit Viper sunglasses company as one of his one of his businesses that he has. And so him and his wife put that those stickers on all of our Jeeps without us knowing about it. Oh, and, that's dangerous. And Randy and I see these stickers on our Jeep, and Randy rips it off of her Jeep. She's so mad that someone had the audacity to put a sticker on her Jeep. Yep. <laughs> that, that, uh, the finger corn guy on Insta- or YouTube or whatever it was, I can't stand him. He drives me nuts. If I ever ran into him, I'd probably And the funniest, and I, and I figured out who it was, and we were talking about something, saying something like, you know, the, no one's sponsoring us. We're not putting their stickers on our stuff. And it was our friends that we were just wheeling with to put their sticker on our stuff. So <laughs> it's pretty funny. Now there's a Pit Viper off-road on Misfit, too. That's awesome. Hey, TJ. Oh, hey. hey. Nice to meet you. What up, Pete? Get on my knee or something. I know. Here, sit down on the, here, sit down on the bucket so your knees don't hurt. How tall are you? Like nine feet tall? <laughs> See, I think she just has the camera really low. Otherwise, that Jeep is nine feet tall. <laughs> it is. Have you ever He's seen it? <laughs> He's sitting down. He's sitting down and I'm standing up and he's tall. How you doing, TJ? Great. Well, she, Crystal didn't tell us you wouldn't be here or not. She didn't tell me that you needed to be here later or anything. Like we could have tried to get you in here. I yeah, communication issue on my end. Sorry. I, I yeah, we got actually stuck up on the chute and uh yeah, had a tour guide thing going on. Oh, okay. Um, well that'll happen. Yeah. All right, yeah. Someone <laughs> stuck on the chute? Well, so we got done willing and we finished with the tour. And basically, we're up there, and some guys pull up behind us, and they look confused, and they're in like some uh, O.J. Simpson bron- Broncos. Um, so we're like, um, we're like, do you know where you're going? And they're like, uh, yeah, uh, no. And I'm like, well, this is the shoot, and it's iconic. So uh, yeah, their buddy went up, but he had a CJ7 that was all decked out with an LS and really nice, and he crawled right up it. So his buddies come in behind in these Broncos, and I'm just like, I don't think they're going to make it, man. And we thought the guy was backing off and done, and uh, we go to turn around, and he, like, just sends it and basically <laughs> just lays it on its side. So we are playing recovery for the last, I think, probably an hour plus. So, Gosh. All right. Um, well, well, thank you very much for doing that. Well, we'll, we'll have to have you on another time. It's okay. It's, it's, I, I have no problem bringing you back. Okay. <laughs> much appreciated. Thank you. Yeah. You're awesome. Well, thanks so much for having us. And it was so nice to meet everybody. It was nice meeting you too. You guys come well recommended. So it's awesome. 
Well, that's good to hear, man. I appreciate that. That's uh, it's good to hear for sure. Awesome. All right. Well, you that's said it, you're guys. only okay, TJ. Oh. <laughs> oh man, I better step my game up. It's a, you're going to have to listen to this because they talked a lot of shit about you at the beginning of the show. I, <laughs> I mean, I we don't nothing, know him at I, all. He's terrible. You're going to have to take it all up with them. Terrible. I have nothing to do with it. That's awesome. All right, everybody. Well, that's it. Um, I got enough here. I'll take care of the intros and outros. And um, I really appreciate it, everybody. Thanks so much. Have a good night. So we're going to take a break there for part two, which will be up in a few days on all of the platforms, Spotify, Apple podcast, etc. Please join us for part two next time at the trailhead. Hey trailheads. It's JD here again. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the trailhead. We love bringing you this content. And if you love listening to it, there are a couple of ways you can support us to keep the adventure going. First off, spread the word. If you could take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else it is you're listening, it makes a huge difference for us. And hey, give us a shout out on your socials, tag us, and we'll make sure to return the love. Next, if you head on over to our Buzzsprout website, you'll find linked at thetrailheadnetwork.com. There's an option to send us a few bucks. Now, don't worry, this isn't for new mods or anything. We're putting every dollar back into making the show as beastie as possible. That includes everything from our hosting services and equipment to our goals to bring you special episodes and content you won't find anywhere else. And speaking of exclusive content, keep an eye out for our upcoming Patreon page or something very similar. We've got some ideas to send you all some great stuff as part of some subscription. Every bit helps, and we appreciate your support more than we can say. Now, let's get back to the trails. 